Hey, real quick, guys, if you think about how you found this podcast, probably someone told you about it, you found it on Instagram or somewhere online, and the only way this thing grows is with word of mouth. So I don't do any ads on here and don't do any sponsorships. So if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, my only ask for you is to continue to pay it forward, tell a friend, make a post about it, subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review. That way we can help more people. You put out some good karma for yourself as well, and more people will learn about the power of health. Welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets podcast. I'm so excited for you to tune in to this episode, which is going to be about the most stressful and challenging time of my life and how I dealt with it and how I overcame it, which was precisely just a couple of weeks ago, actually, in October and November, which were the two most challenging months of my life in terms of stress, in terms of things I had to go through and work through. And I want to preface this by saying that I can be the most grateful I can ever be because I am living a life that millions or billions of people are not able to live. I live in a country where I can buy food in grocery stores. I have running water. It's warm if I want to make it warm. I'm safe. So all of this episode, please keep in mind, obviously I'm talking from a perspective of someone that can be grateful for so many things. But still, I think it might be helpful, might be interesting for you guys to hear. I'm also very personal on this on this episode and on this podcast. For everyone that's been following along for a bit longer, I I don't hold back and I share what I'm going through. And this might be something that you guys are experiencing right now, either in your personal life, in your professional life, um, in your relationship, uh, which I also want to make this podcast a bit more about. Um, there's also some exciting news coming for the new year for the podcast, but I want to make it also about personal development. I want to make it about mindset a bit more um, while we still cover all the nutrition science and exercise science that will still, of course, be part of the podcast. But I do want to share. So just a couple of weeks ago now or a couple of months ago, I just faced a huge challenge in my business, in my company. And been growing and building this company the past five years really and never really had a massive challenge that I was facing and um, can be very grateful for that too. I'm also grateful for my my work ethic there. But with any business, um, even the, the, the biggest businesses in the world, there's going to be a time where things are just a bit tougher, right? Depending on why. But for me, that was the first time that happened and I thought I was ready for it. But <laughs> you you don't know if you're ready for something until you are facing the situation, right? We always like to talk the tough talk, but when the situation comes up, that's where you truly know, okay, are you cut out for this or not? And I was always listening to these podcasts and watching these videos on very successful entrepreneurs saying, hey, the key is just to never quit. That's that's the key, and you always think easy enough, right? Easy enough. Why would I ever quit? Like it's all good. But then when you face these situations, you do think about it. You think about, hey, why am I doing this in the first place? Like why am I having all this stress happen to me? And should I keep doing it, right? So in the end, it was all my mistake, right? Like I take full responsibility for everything, which is also in general. A general, a good approach life, I would say. Take ownership for things that happen to you. And even if, again, even if other people are involved, if, even if things happen out of your control, 
if we take the frame of, hey, I take ownership for this, this is on me, I could, could have done this better, that's where you feel empowered. The moment you give the power away is the moment you will feel scared, overwhelmed, and you are going to have a hard time to solve it. At the same time, in October, November, I, I think I was very close to a burnout. Um, I believed in the past that burnout was a choice. Burnout was something that uh, only happens to people that, that work in uh, like corporate jobs and they work a lot of hours and um, I never really considered it, but in this time period, I kind of scratched that surface, I would say. I did do some research on it, which is one of the key learnings I have and key takeaways, um, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but I did find through my um, functional medicine certification I'm going through right now that I'm working on, which I'll update you guys on as well. I found a burnout kind of model where you have a clock. So like kind of how does the burnout happen? How do you get there? What are the steps when you achieve a burnout? And obviously I can't show you this on, on the on the podcast right now, but there's many different steps that, that go to it, right? And it starts from idealism, right? It starts uh, like it goes through not dedicating, not dedicating work, because you are the best that can, you're the best person that can do the work. Um, then it's like the third step from 12. If you think about a clock, it's 12 steps. And the third step from 12 is uh, forgetting things, bad nutrition. So it actually happened to me, and I can be honest up here uh, on this podcast with you guys. I have been amazing my nutrition for five years straight. Like an inside, thinking back, I have to give myself some slack. It's really impressive how I was able to stay so clean and healthy all these years. But during this time period, I ate a lot of junk food, like ice cream, plant-based ice cream, uh, pizza. And I ate a lot of junk, which I never would have done ever before. But, and I always thought as well, it's a choice. Like you have the choice of if you're eating junk food or not. And while you, of course, have... At that moment, it's really hard because your body needs some, needs something, it needs energy, it needs to alleviate, um, and it needs to heal, and it just goes to the fastest fix it can find, right? So that's the third of twelve. Like I can keep going here. So when you keep going on, um, for example, being very tired, like it's the fourth step. Like if you ignore the feelings of tiredness in your body or other like feelings of weakness. And you try to mass it with more caffeine or with medication or with nicotine, for example. Um, there's also a signal, right? And then basically it keeps on going here and you start changing the way you approach life. That's like the fifth and sixth step, right? And then the seventh step, which is like like over halfway through towards burnout, which I learned in this coaching, in this certification, is isolation. So when you start isolating yourself uh, from your environment and just avoiding people, that's an alarm signal. Like at that point, you should really start um, looking to improve this. And um, again, it keeps going from from isolation to depersonalization. So you 
like you don't find yourself as valuable and other other things you don't care about like you don't care about anything anymore about yourself or other people um and then you don't see the the reason for anything anymore and then um like point number 12 is then you yeah you have physical symptoms and you just can't can't do anything anymore right so obviously that's that's the extreme part but maybe interesting for you guys that are working a lot of hours uh, pushing themselves just being aware of that um is is crucial and um i think i found myself in this isolation piece roughly at a six or seven i would definitely say that um and i was able to pull myself out of it with this specific clock and i will talk about how i put myself out of this um situation um and i also want to say that i used to think that depression was a choice i thought that hey you can just tell yourself in your head hey i'm not depressed anymore and then it will be fine but again i've just experienced that it can be like a lot of it can happen in our mind for sure but i think a lot of it can also be chemical like in our body like it's just the way our cells function the way our bodies function at some point so for me again junk food was was a choice that i went to right i isolated myself too and um it doesn't have to be this way right whatever you're going through what i went through for me obviously the biggest the biggest thing that happened in this period is me realizing that nothing is worth worth my health so whatever i'm going through whatever i'm working on can't be that important that i destroy my health with it right like we only have this one with one body this one mind and there will be lasting impact if we don't make change if you have chronic stress you will you will probably yeah you'll probably die earlier you will have more diseases you will have you look older quicker you will feel more tired every day and it really comes down to looking at the root causes this is probably topic for a different episode which i'm excited to share which again i'm learning this functional medicine certification but there's different mechanisms in your body that can lead to you feeling tired and stressed and unhealthy and it starts with your gut health it starts with your immune system right it starts with your nutrition it starts with your cellular health right so mitochondrial health but again that's for a different podcast but you can do something about it that's the exciting part and for me it was interesting because again during this time i wasn't working out anymore i was eating junk food i was not sleeping enough right i had this chronic stress and all these things together was a cocktail of absolute um yeah darkness to be quite honest with you um but I was able to pull myself out of it and I'm as funny as it sounds and I don't want to make it sound cheesy but I am grateful that this was brought up to me and it brought me so much closer to myself again to my body and to my health and it made me realize to not take my energy levels my focus my happiness for granted and it's sad that it had to happen this way, but this way now I learned that it's important. And here's how I put myself out of it. So obviously these are more step-by-step things, but um, 
I do want to share if you feel currently you are fully stressed out, you have chronic stress, you're overwhelmed, anxiety, um, and you can't seem yourself, can't seem to pull yourself out, then I just want to want you to know that I'm I'm here for you. I know if you're out there, I see, I see you, I see what you're going through. I'm sorry, but it will get better if you start doing the right things and you can do a lot of simple things that will make a big difference. For me, what did I do? Simple things, okay, seven simple things I did. First step was to actually start exercising again, but less aggressively. So exercise, but less intense exercise. Because before, which was also another trigger of my, probably of my almost borderline burnout and uh, depression, I was working out really hard. I had a new program with a new coach and my body couldn't handle it. I was doing so much volume for my body that it basically turned into a deep, deep, deep tiredness combined with the chronic stress I was experiencing in business um, that basically was a cocktail for, for disaster. So you do need to move your body. You can't be sitting at home all day or sitting at work all day. It will not help. It will just get worse every day. If you have anxiety, depression, all these things, moving your body should be the first thing you do. So going on long walks, doing 10, 20, 30 minute bounds of exercise at least. I did three workouts a week at 45, 60 minutes, less intense. Second step I did, I cut the junk again. So I just forced myself to stop the junk and started eating veggies again, salads, um, high protein meals, took my supplements, which is also another step. So let's actually make it eight steps. Took the right supplements. So I wasn't the best with my supplements um, all this year and it kind of came crashing down for me with this with this situation. So if you're currently not taking supplements, I wanna tell you a revelation I had. Supplements are not an option. Supplements aren't optional. Supplements are necessary for optimal health. I repeat again, supplements aren't optional. They're necessary for optimal health. So if you're not taking your B12, if you're plant-based, if you're not taking your vitamin D3 with K2, um, doesn't matter if you live in the sun or not, again, vitamin D3, you need it. doesn't get absorbed as well from the sun. If you're not taking your omega-3s from algae oil, if you don't want to take fish oil, um, if you're not taking your creatine, if you're not getting your iodine, if you're not getting your zinc, if you're not taking magnesium before you go to sleep, magnesium glycinate is one of the best pre-sleep supplements. And I've always in the past kind of frowned or like looked at it with a smile on face, be like, yeah, I don't need that, I sleep well. Trust me, now with my whoop that I got and tracking my sleep, my sleep is skyrocketed and I sleep the same time, I get more effectiveness out of my, my sleep. If you're not taking protein powder, it's your protein needs. What are you doing? 
what are you doing? You cannot get these nutrients just from food. It's not possible. Especially not the optimal amounts. So omega-3, for example, is crucial for your for your mental health, for your mood. The EPA and DHA affects your mood. So if you not take omega-3, you'll be you will be more depressed. If you don't take your vitamin D3, you will be more depressed. Right? If you're deficient in zinc or magnesium, iodine, you will feel worse. So don't wonder why you're not feeling the best. So take all these and crush it in life. That's the third thing I did. Actually, also, I always forgot this. Shame on me. But I started taking ashwagandha now. This is more recent, but ashwagandha is... I'm going to do a separate episode on, but it's a wonder supplement. Which, is, by the way, step number four here. It's an extra step that I wrote wrote down. It's a wonder supplement in terms of reducing your cortisol levels. So stress levels. Reducing your anxiety. Making you, yeah, improving your libido as well. Improving your testosterone levels if you're a man. But mainly for if you're a bit depressed right now, especially in winter, or you go through a lot of stress in your work and life, then take ashwagandha. It will massively improve your cortisol levels and improve your stress response because it's an adaptogen and it's great. Do a separate episode on it. If you are a man listening to this, take it because it increases your testosterone levels by 15% and increases your libido and sex drive. If you're a woman, it will increase, it will not increase your testosterone, but it will increase your uh, the health of your thyroid hormones. So you probably have a better metabolism when you take it. Plus, it will also increase your libido, your sex life as a woman. Um, just putting that out there, but separate episode on that. Now, step number five I took was, which was actually probably step number one, but I surround myself with positive people. So my girlfriend, my family, and good friends. Again, on the burnout clock, isolation is the biggest alarm signal. And you mustn't isolate yourself, okay? Like, things happen in life. Like, just think about if you have someone in your life where something happens to them from the outside, you're like, hey, it's going to be okay. Here are things you can do, and it's going to be okay. But if we ourselves are in it, we think, oh, it's the end of the world. Like, everything is ending. Everything's about me. But when you start talking to other people, you realize, wow, like, stop feeling so sorry for yourself. Like, just, you know, just... I mean, it sucks, but everyone has this stuff, right? Step number six is I, I, stopped, I stopped training so hard. Okay, so I actually just already said that. So it is, in the end, seven steps. I apologize for the back and forth here. First step, less intense exercise. Second, no junk food. Third was supplements. Fourth was ashwagandha. Fifth was surrounding myself with positive people. Sixth is going back to one of my favorite habits I've been loving lately as well is meditating again daily, 15 minutes every morning, sitting down first thing in the morning, just being calm, with being with myself. And I learned also from Naval Ravikant, which is a great, great guy. If you guys want to check him out, uh, angel investor, uh, very successful man, but also very, um, very much focused on mindfulness and happiness. And he said that meditation is not a chore. It's 
a gift. It's something to enjoy every day. It's something to look forward to. Like, hey, I finally have 15 minutes for myself to just be with myself. That kind of changed my life in terms of how I think about meditating. And then <clears throat> step number seven is kind of combined with the meditation is slowing down my mornings. So I actually now take my mornings just in general. This is also something I want to talk about more in this podcast, but taking it slow. We only have this one life. And I know it sounds cheesy, <laughs> but everything you do, if you're driving the car right now, if you're working out right now, if you go on a walk, actually enjoy it. Actually enjoy every moment of it because you only have this one sweet moment. So I used to wake up in the morning, stress out. Okay, damn, I woke up 20 minutes later than I should have. I got to get to work and type right away and do this and do that. And it just left me completely drained. And I was on this constant, basically, race every day. So I slowed down my mornings, even though I didn't, I'm not spending like hours now every morning slowing down. It's kind of like the same time. I'm still just meditating, getting my coffee, maybe reading a few pages. Then I start my day. It's not, not a two hour routine. But I was just consciously said, hey, let me step out bed, slowly do my weigh-in. So here's a morning routine if someone is interested. I wake up, I weigh myself every day. I meditate for 15 minutes. I make myself a coffee and I read a few pages in a book that is also more philosophical, more about thinking than about anything crazy like business and and sales and, and fitness, all these things. So I take it slow and that's also helped me massively. I'm also, also bought myself a whoop band just now. So I will do a podcast episode on my stats there at some point. Um, just starting to measure my sleep, my stress levels and all that. So long story short, um, I have learned a lot in this process. I'm super grateful I went through this. It's obviously not done. It's not from one day to another, everything is over. I'm still going through some things, but it has helped me kind of make myself a priority again and focus on my health, <clears throat> focus on the right things. Maybe this was helpful or interesting for anyone going through the same right now. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy it, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. There's great things coming for this podcast next year and you'll be part of it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Talk soon. Peace out.